0: Options are endless, and there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat, all these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at powderhook.com. That's powderhook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie. Hey, it's Captain Justin Leet with Chasing the Sun TV. Join me and
1: Meredith for the best fish in action along the coast of Panama City Beach. Tune in to new episodes every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.
2: River Rats, you are listening to the River Certified Podcast with Spencer Bauer and Ryan Tassler and an array of guests where we cover the fun, interesting, and sometimes rugged parts of spending life on or near the water. Yeah, you, well, you either got to talk louder or get closer. My name's Weston. Whoa, there it is. Let's, let's restart this. So I'm I'm here with Weston, Brian, and Ryan and, oh, that rhymed. I'm like a poet and didn't even know it. And, and just me, Spencer. And why don't you guys introduce yourself? Weston, two finger distance from the microphone, please.
1: Uh, my name's Weston.
2: Uh, That's nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, my name's Weston.
1: <laughs> uh, occasionally I fish with Spencer. Sometimes I teach him things. Most of the time he teaches me something.
2: How would you like to describe yourself, Brian?
1: A short, fat guy. you uh, got <laughs> get closer to Mike.
3: Short, fat guy. Uh, I know I fish with Ryan quite a bit. We do a lot of ice fishing, a lot of boat fishing. Used to do a lot of cat fishing, but he got tired of pulling me in the boat because the river's too low.
4: <laughs> he only wants to go in his boat in September.
2: <laughs> That's a terrible time to be on the river. Well,
4: actually, from a fishing
2: perspective, it's a wonderful time usually to be on the river, but... If you want to just ride your boat and not have problems, that <laughs> might be the single worst month you could possibly pick in our neck of the woods. That's
1: where I have my problems with my boat in September.
2: Run into the concrete pylons? I feel like that'd be hard, no matter what the river level is. It's
1: a steel pylon, but <laughs>
2: <different>. <laughs> like, like that's going to be different. Like, okay, one's going to wreck my lower unit, and then the other one's also going to wreck my lower unit. Sudden stops.
1: Yeah. My lower unit, and my pride, both crushed.
2: Did anybody fly out of the boat though? No, but,
1: they didn't. And it actually kept running.
2: Is that good or bad? I'm not sure. Because, like your powerhead is it even drawing water? In no, it's
1: still spitting some water.
2: The old the old heaven route's pretty dependable. <laughs> yeah,
1: it is at times, especially draining my checking account.
2: That's what you have insurance for. Who you 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 act like you're this victim. <laughs> like you're this victim who's Who's all alone, nobody to help him out, but you, you don't act like it wasn't insured. That's why you buy insurance for stuff like that. <laughs> and then you bought a new lower unit, and it's sitting in a box for two years.
1: It is. I bought, I bought two lower units, sent one back, and got a brand new one back.
2: Right. So there's no woe is me
4: out of this whole deal. <laughs> Except you don't have a boat. It's in a box. Well, it's still running. <laughs> yeah. oh.
1: Currently, I have two lower Right. One, or three.
4: One on the
2: boat, one, two in
1: boxes.
2: Yeah, one doesn't work, the other one's a jet, you just haven't put it on it.
4: Well bring on the pylons.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well the problem with the jet is you lose all that horsepower. We talked about this last time when Wes was on here. It's like it'd be sweet to put a jet on, but you lose thirty percent of your horsepower and on your boat it runs pretty sweet with prop. And you put a jet on there and lose thirty percent, you're gonna be like plowing water half the time. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't even think it'd playing out with 30%
2: out of it. No. Well, I mean, if you didn't, depends on how much weight you have in it. I had a 14-footer that that had 9'9 nine, nine on, and if it was just me, playing out great. But as soon as you put one other person and a bait tank in it, and it's mm-hmm. one or the other, it's like, just a bait tank and me, you're good. Just me and a person, you're good. Me, a person, and a bait tank, and it wasn't playing out.
1: I think top speed and Bama with me, you, Ella, and Val was 30
2: so no, we 200. we hit like 33 I thought at yeah, one buddy. point in time. You got to feel pretty good about that at a 17 foot boat. That's yeah. plenty fast. Enough. Yeah. All right. You're not
4: tournament fishing. You're just trying to get your spot. Shh.
2: Don't even get me started on tournament fishing. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with tournament fishing. It's just not for me. Except occasionally.
4: It adds so much stress.
2: Well, that and that's the opposite of what you want for fishing. Exactly. At least for me. And I get the competitive aspect of it too. I'm competitive. I have competed, but I'm kind of over the competing thing, at least on a consistent basis.
4: Well, well, things like a tournament for fishing that should be enjoyable. It brings out the bad side in a lot of people. Yeah, and that's not why I fish. Yeah, I want to stay away from that. But some of the funnest tournaments I was was with Brian, and we did the Yellow Bass Bonanza. It had nothing to do with where we placed, though. I mean, you know, we go. Well, it's up, just who
2: you're hanging out with.
4: We go up and spend the night and have a great time fishing
2: brian would you care to weigh in on the yellow bass bonanza you got to get two fingers distance away yeah take command of that microphone
4: quit being so damn quiet yeah uh,
2: yeah the right guy. well then you got to get real close get to the closer. microphone even closer yes 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 i can barely hear you
3: yeah we fished it about three times gotta get closer yeah, yeah we placed pretty high not uh not near the top but we, i think we beat the people we were fishing with yeah
4: and that's our only goal is to beat those
2: guys i yeah, just beat the fogartys <laughs> you know what's funny is the last tournament i fished my only goal is to beat who i was fishing with and that was denny <laughs> and he got first that's the only yeah, guy you <laughs> didn't I got, beat. the only guy i wanted to beat got first i got second <laughs> well, top two <laughs> you know and that sounds great except i didn't beat denny yeah. like everything else doesn't matter didn't beat denny <laughs> And he reminds me on a regular basis. I'm like, props well, to you for like outfishing me two times in your whole life. With one fish. And one of them happens to be at a tournament. Yeah. One fish. Well, my fish would have beat his one fish. But his second fish would have. Uh, he had the was kicker. Also, well, he had the kicker. <laughs> his top two were quite a bit bigger than mine. And then his third one was tiny. And he, he doubled up on those two good ones. Yeah. I was winning. What, eight-hour eight day? I was winning like seven hours and 45 minutes of that day. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, He's that's, a finisher. That's, He's you know, a finisher. And I'm not. I'm, I don't know. Any of you guys got any fishing superstitions?
3: Don't touch the motor with your gas hands. That's
2: not even superstition. That's like science. Yeah. You know, you get gas on your hands. Fish don't like it. It's hey, scientifically proven. Don't, don't squeeze the bulb by old man would always say. Well, and you don't want to be the guy who has to gas up the boat.
3: Do that the night before.
2: I do. Yeah. I'm paranoid about that stuff. I have, like, no scent soap. You ever, like, the Lindy in yep. the little, little white bottle? Well, oh, when we were
1: skipjack fishing, we you never even allowed me to touch bakes, I guess, the boat. Right. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't even touch it. I just cast lures. And, and I took eat, it off the hook yeah, for you. Yeah, you took it off the hook like I was six years old. Right. <laughs> all
3: your baiting and done and everything?
1: Well, well, yeah. Only that instance. Yeah. I gassed the boat up, got gas all over my hands. So we were catching skipjack, which is the creme de la creme of blue cat bait down there. And they're blast to catch. They're yeah, like they white were. bass that jump. And we were, <laughs> we were in them, too, and we didn't want to taint the whole cooler with gas. So... Spencer was taking my bait off for me, or taking my fish off for me. We
2: were a well-oiled machine. (laughs) Like, we had a system rolling, and we were
1: kicking butt out of the whole deal.
4: I'd have brought rubber gloves.
1: I think in the two hours we fished for (laughs) bait, Spencer got a cast like six times, because the rest of it was just me reeling stuff (laughs) in. Well,
2: you and then Bow was catching them, and it 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 was enjoyable to watch. And that's why I'm becoming a fishing guide. I enjoy watching other people reel things in, and when people outfish me, that's still my excuse. I'll be like, well... I'm a guide, you know. Like you're supposed to catch the fish.
3: <laughs> Done my job.
2: Yeah. If you're wondering why Wes and Brian sound distant at times, it's because um, this is a pretty low budget operation, <laughs> and we have them sharing a microphone that
4: they swivel back and forth between themselves. I wish you could see the huddle that we're in right now. It's it's pretty yeah. pretty close contacts.
2: We could if we videotaped it and put it on YouTube, but that's a whole nother giant hurdle.
4: We tried that the first time and. Video stopped about halfway through, and we had no knowledge of it. So, right, we've <laughs> right. got half of the pilot issue.
1: I don't think you can say close contact in this political climate. That's either. a really
2: good point.
4: We're we'll, all
1: six feet apart.
2: I
4: we'll swear. just pretend.
1: Now we're spooning, bud. Yeah, well, <laughs> me and me and Brian are spooning. Well,
4: but you, we we are in a closed off area. We even have all the doors covered. That's not good. What not? That's
1: the
2: opposite of what well, you're well, supposed it. to watch. It's better for audio quality. <laughs> you know. All right we, we got to talk about something diff- different. <laughs> hey, you guys
4: planning on going fishing anytime soon? Gang trip's planned.
3: i got to maybe next weekend up the creek. Ice fishing is about the only thing i got going.
4: Yeah, I might join you on that, actually. I'm just sitting here waiting for my you know. invitation. Yeah, well, I just oh, found out about it hours ago. It's open. It's <laughs> open <laughs> invitation. <laughs> it's open. Well, that requires awareness. Right. <laughs>
2: I'll make it Facebook official.
3: Okay.
4: <laughs> no, I haven't I haven't made it up that way yet, so it's usually a pretty good time. You can get on some decent crappie, and once in a while you get some walleye. And I beat up birch. the crappie up there a
2: week and a half ago. Did you? Yep. It's a good time. Except yeah. I was fishing for walleyes, and I was like, <laughs> stupid crappies. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad you taste
4: delicious. Right. Those are my favorite.
2: <laughs> I don't know. You can't go wrong with either. No. You know, you have like, well, this one's good, and this one's good. So,
4: you know. You and would. truthfully, once you batter them, it's hard to tell the difference anyway. I
2: don't know if you could do what was that old commercial? The Pepsi, Pepsi Challenge.
4: The Pepsi Challenge.
2: Yeah, if you fried up crappies and walleyes and made sure they were <clears throat> they they were cut like the same thickness, it'd be tough to tell the difference. It was. Not saying somebody couldn't, but I am definitely saying I couldn't. They're they're I way can't.
4: more pickier than I am, if yeah. they could. I
3: definitely can't right now. I can't tell the difference between crappie and steak yeah
2: well <laughs> you're getting over the old rona so glad you're bouncing back he's mostly a survivor right. he's yeah. a survivor apparently there's lingering effects like taste of smell or taste of smell Ooh. sense of smell taste and intelligence yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's
4: what color is that ribbon for rona survivor right? there's gotta be a ribbon purple
2: i don't know i don't know Sounds like we're moving on to the next subject <laughs> again. That's what I bring to the table. All right. Um, imagine this: imagine you're walking the river, and you find the perfect fishing spot, and you're totally zoned in, trying to make the perfect cast. There's current, seam, got structure, you know, whatever it is that keys you in, and then you get attacked by some animal. Would you rather that animal that attacked you be a grizzly bear or mountain lion? I'm going with mountain lion. Yeah, mountain lion.
3: Cats don't like water.
1: Mountain lion for me. Yeah, yeah. I would go with the
2: mountain lion personally because they're more my size, and I feel like I would have a chance to fight them off if they didn't, like, break my neck. Assuming, assuming I can
4: get past that point. But you can make the same argument with a, a grizzly bear. I'm going to go on the other side. I'd rather have a grizzly come at me than a mountain lion because the chances are you're going to hear the grizzly, more than the mountain lion. That's true. Because or a grizzly hunts by force, but you're not going
2: to outrun the grizzly bear. So you just know death is coming. Oh. You're not going to fight out fight a grizzly My bear. Cat like speed reflexes. Yeah,
1: perfect. <laughs> he's a decent swimmer. He spends most of his fall chasing salmon. So he's trying to get away in water.
2: That's what I'm saying. You don't have a chance.
1: And at least if you lose to a mountain lion, it's probably going to break your neck, not just maul you. Before until you, you quit even quit know scoring. he's
4: there, you're just done. They're sneaky. I, d- I want to have a fighting chance with well, a mountain lion. I think you would.
2: I don't think you would with grizzly bear, man.
4: Either one, they're my thumbs straight in their eyeballs.
2: That that actually—that's
4: that's all I can do. Probably your best shot.
2: The green county way of fighting well when you catch next time you're fishing one of these local central central iowa waterways you catch a salmon and you're attacked <laughs> by a grizzly bear i'd least, have
4: more of a chance to get attacked by a mountain lion here than a grizzly bear, right
2: and catching a salmon you well know, <laughs> so if you're gonna get attacked by a grizzly bear here in central iowa you just take that salmon you also caught here and <laughs> chuck it in the woods and
1: then he'll go chase the salmon that's what he's been following since Alaska, so he's... Yeah, out.
4: he followed salmon from Alaska down here to Iowa. If he's that determined, he didn't have the damn fish. No, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> well, all... it's distraction.
2: I'll it's not like you. you're fighting this grizzly off for a salmon. I'll Look, catch him a Big couple bird. more. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt. You just sit there, Roscoe, you know. I'll catch you all the salmon you want.
1: Yeah, he almost had it in Anchorage. Just go ahead and follow it to Jefferson. <laughs>
2: You guys got a favorite time of year to go fishing? Probably not when the grizzlies are out. I
1: suppose spring for me. Why? Everything's getting ready for spawn. Stuff's starting to warm up. The water's usually a decent level, except when it's not. Yeah, except when it's not. Yeah, bait isn't too hard to get. It, that's when it's the hardest to get, though. I like, don't know. there's I, no I, shad I, around. Well, it's well, shad's would be my exception. Like creek chubs, bluegill, stuff like that, I can find that stuff pretty easily.
2: Sure. I know Brian's answer. Wait, let me, I guess. Spring. Yeah. Yeah,
3: Yeah, Yeah, it is. Because crappies are spawning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's mushrooms popping. Mushrooms, crappies. How
4: can you go wrong? I'll take an August night. Water's low. Everything's peaceful. Out under the stars on a sandbar.
2: Chad's easy. Bait's easy. No, it's not
4: hot at night. No. Just sit there and camp out all night. You got no problems in the world. I'll take an August night any day. Hell, lots of times, even in August, it gets cold at
2: night around yeah. here.
3: I like cold and dark.
2: Well, that's <laughs> August. Yeah. <laughs> and right now. Yeah. yeah.
4: That's in, two extremes right In case now.
2: anyone's wondering, it is a balmy. Um, 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 Single digits. Yeah. Probably, probably six. Three, I'm going to go with six. Three degrees. Three, three degrees three. right now. And this, oh, I got one on mine. And I mean, uh two. I'm going to say one because that sounds worse. <laughs> it's
4: one-ish-ish. Yeah. yeah, and today <laughs> was the
2: warmest day in the 10-day, t- or seven-day at least.
4: Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be negative 12 this weekend. You know, what?
2: we're complaining about this, but anyone in Minnesota or Canada is like, you
1: guys are a bunch of sissies.
3: <laughs> well. Yeah, like Montana was negative 35 the other day. Oh, that's
1: all? Gosh. We got a low on Sunday of negative 20.
2: Let's go swimming.
1: (laughs) Polar plunge, Grizzly bears don't like negative 20. What's the coldest water
2: you guys have swam in? On purpose? Yeah, because, well, on purpose. (laughs) That's a good point. I I mean, there's people who do that polar plunge stuff. No, I wouldn't do that. Well, I wouldn't either, but, like, people do it.
1: Coldest I swam in was unintentional. Was was that that when we were out and you flipped the kayak? It
2: was. I was sitting in my kayak. Kick back watching the fishing rods. I was talking to my mom on the phone because she's calling me a billion times about whatever, and uh, I'm just focused on the conversation. And I hear a, you know, did it's like Is that a beaver? Is there a beaver slapping his tail? And I look over and I see uh, a pair of boots floating <laughs> right by me, and I reach out to grab them, and I get one with one finger, and my my pointer finger just tickles the other one and I watch it drift downstream <laughs> so I pull the one up in and look behind me and Wes is just like <laughs> in about four feet of water
3: that would be me in a kayak I cannot stay upright
2: you know I used to say the kayaks I use are unflippable but Weston just proved that, that yeah yeah
1: <laughs> what were the water temperatures right right in the mid-50s no
2: there? no they were uh 62
1: I knew they were down there way bad
2: it was just the cusp of flathead season where I was like, maybe we have a shot.
1: It wasn't too bad until you spent all day with no sun yeah, it was in overcast. wet clothes <laughs> for like six and a half hours sitting in the kayak.
2: And then Weston sold his kayak shortly thereafter. <laughs> coincidentally well, Weird.
1: And I got this bright idea. Oh, I have dry rain gear. Let me throw that on. And then I ripped my pants so I had no pants. Just have a dry rain gear coat.
2: <laughs> you know, honestly, though, in that situation, I think that's probably your best bet.
4: Yeah, at that point. I mean, there's no warming up in wet clothes. No. You almost, you almost got to get a fire going and get stuff dried out.
2: Well, spring's coming, so it's your favorite fishing season. What are you looking forward to the most? Crappies? Trappies. Mushrooms? Oh. Mushrooms. Yeah.
1: I Mushrooms, can- flatheads for me.
2: Are you going to find me some more mushrooms? Yeah. Am I going to have to pay 20 bucks a pound like <clears throat> last year? No. You
1: didn't pay me last Oh, yeah.
2: Sorry, I didn't. Yeah, say, so what kind of friend are you? <laughs> He's a pretty good one. Just bring I'll, beer I'll, over and we'll make
1: it square. Anything
2: bad I ever say about Weston This bold-faced lie. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: about as good
2: a guy as they come.
3: I can spend hours walking through the timber looking for mushrooms. Then
2: how are you a short, fat guy if you're like walking through the timber? Because I like to eat them, too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, when you cover them in flour and fry them in butter and you eat like three platefuls, I suppose that offsets it in the negative direction or positive, however you want to look at it. I usually give most of mine
3: away anyway.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm the guy. I'm not a big mushroom hunter, but when I get to eat them, if I eat one plateful, I'm good for the year. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I have them maybe twice. I try to have crappie and mushrooms as a meal because that's just kind of the spring kickoff. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I'll usually have them one time with kids, and then I just give them away. People love mushrooms. I just like. I love them. finding them.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I like to hunt. Yeah, I get that. Well, it's more almost more scavenging. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of fun. Tell you what, giving the mushrooms away. Anybody who complains, like, man, I can't get permission to hunt anywhere. You carry a bag of mushrooms around with you, and you knock on some doors and ask permission. Yeah, that's about as surefire away as you as you can.
1: Yeah, it's better out. than cash money.
2: Oh, absolutely! You have twenty dollars, like quotation marks dollars worth of morel mushrooms, and you could have a hundred dollars cash money, and that twenty dollars worth of mushrooms is going way further than a hundred bucks ever would.
4: Absolutely. But I got I got some older people that I usually share with that can't get out anymore. That no, I used get to. It. That's what I do with used a lot of
1: mine that I have extra. I give them to a bunch of older folks that can't get out.
4: I used to do
2: that back when I could find them, like where I, I I don't live anymore where I grew up and where I grew up, I knew a few places where you can find them. And whenever I'd find them, there was a a few people that I used to mow lawns for growing up. That's what I did to make money growing up. And I'd give them to them. But moving up here, I don't, I don't, I can't find them. There's a lot,
3: there's a lot of public places that we go. I mean, that's most of
2: what we go. Two fingers, two fingers, Brian. Yeah. Tell tell us more about this.
3: Well, just like you, you can't you can't
2: name names here. Oh, you can't. No, damn it! I have to now. I have to edit those out. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for adding the workload, Brian. <laughs> but there's public places around. Um, you can give me the GPA, GPS coordinates to the the dead elm trees that you're pulling them off. You, of. You
4: just follow the cattle trails because that's what most of the mushroom places look like. Oh, three, are you you three weeks before mushrooms pop, they're yeah. just cattle trails. Yeah. Well, I drive by there to go fishing. And
2: you can absolutely see where there's been a pile of people walking. Mm-hmm. I'm just not dedicated enough to cause. Yeah, I
3: just like the nature hike, I guess.
2: Well, that's how I feel pheasant hunting around here. That's well, great. not not so much around here here, but like back where I grew up. That's how I feel pheasant, hunting. But, and I enjoy
1: it. It's crazy to walk into some timber and see where people have literally raked the leaves down to the dirt looking for these things. Yep. Yeah.
4: That's real around trees that haven't produced a mushroom in five years because yeah. there's no yeah. bark left
1: on them. I, I found <laughs> one there back in '87, so there's surely to be one here now.
2: Don't you feel like some people are like that with fishing, though? Yeah, like, absolutely. Like they caught one fish one place and then, then in they May, tell, yeah, and then they're still fishing there every night. In no, August. no, no. When they're telling stories, it's like, "Oh yeah, I catch them there all the time," <laughs> and then if you were to go fishing with them. You would experience the same thing you've always experienced, fishing places like that. And then they're like, oh, it must have just been a bad night.
4: Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then you reel in in the morning to find out it's eight inches deep. Been there.
4: The only place you can go catch fish all the time would be a farm pond. Everything else is going to change. I wouldn't argue with that at all.
3: It's about like fishing in a barrel.
4: Yeah. But that's
2: fun sometimes, especially ice fishing. Especially when you're looking for bait. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> well we were talking about that last time because you brought up like how do you catch bait and you said you know you go find a deeper slower moving place in the river and that sounds great but it's it's not a hundred percent you can't count on it and um, you, well, i mean you can't count on it that's the biggest thing and it's slow that's what i think it's slow so you can't count on it when you can count on it it's slow so and every time i've tried to do that it's just been a struggle to get bait. No. and I'm like, why didn't I just go to a farm pond and catch bait? Because you can catch you fish for bait while you're catfishing too.
4: We have, we've never had much luck doing it.
2: I did more of it this year than I probably ever have, and I've caught I caught more flatheads bait fishing <laughs> than I did bait.
4: But that's why we have a bait tank. You don't have to waste We're time doing absolutely. That. That's the time you're supposed to be grilling and sitting back and having a cold one.
2: Yeah. In a perfect
4: world. In a perfect and world. And it feels pretty perfect
2: when you're out there doing that
4: stuff. <laughs> it definitely does.
2: I tell you I uh, have my grill picked out for the boat? No. I, uh, I've i been using my credit card religiously with the sole intention of getting enough rewards points to get this grill <laughs> on my rewards points deal. <laughs> and I hit it like a month ago. And I haven't pulled the trigger quite yet, but I'm going to. Don't you worry. <laughs> The grill is nothing special at all, but you get something in your mind, and that's what you're gonna do. Well, that's my problem. Like I get tunnel vision, and all I want to do is what I want to do, and nothing is going to stop me from trying to do what I want to do, even if it's a stupid, stupid grill. You know, <laughs> even do. if
4: it's spending five thousand dollars to get enough points. I do the same thing.
2: At <laughs> well, I mean, it was five thousand dollars on things that I used necessities. <laughs>
4: Yeah, Yeah. like
2: a trolling motor.
4: Well, that $5,000 didn't last long, then. No.
2: (laughs) I was thinking about that today, like how I can cut expenses because I've been spending way too much money lately.
4: Well. you
2: Can't take it with you. That's true, but it's nice to have some for a rainy day.
4: But you have an end goal, too. I mean, you've got a lot of things going on right now that require money.
2: Yeah. You know, with but, your future plans. But the end goal also requires more money in case the end goal doesn't work.
4: Yeah. It's gonna work. You're you're driven enough, you're gonna make it work.
2: Well, if I don't, it won't be for lack of trying. Yeah. But I still like
4: to And I got a place for you to live if you need it. So if- <laughs> you have a backup
2: and, plan. And my wife. Well, she'd probably leave me by then, so <laughs> <laughs>
1: we have a spare bedroom.
2: Yeah, yeah,
4: you yeah. and Woody can come hang.
2: Well, she'd take Woody, let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I genuinely need to quit spending money on stupid... Well, it's not even stupid stuff. It's just like, where could I save 100 bucks this month? Where can I save 100 bucks next month? Then over the course of the year, that's 1200 bucks. All of a sudden, that's my fish finder.
4: Yeah. Can't help
2: myself. This is how I think. <laughs> it's good logic.
4: He doesn't sleep much. I don't.
2: Sometimes <laughs> that affects my logic quite a bit. What's the best... Fishing trip you've ever been on so far in your life? Clockwise. Two finger distance.
1: Clockwise.
2: Yep, clockwise, Weston. Mm-hmm. That's you.
1: For me, it would either be second year of fishing in Alabama, or that was good. Or alligator gar fishing. I would probably say second year Alabama, just really? for number of fish. We did we did beat the socks off of them, considering the weather too, because there was a hurricane hitting the coast was that that year yeah oh yeah because that first few days it was crappy it was rainy choppy windy and once it
2: once it chilled out it's like the fish said i can eat now
1: yeah because when we were out there in the storm like you just had little guys following the boat as soon as the storm kind of blew through it was just big fish after big fish after big fish after big fish and then you're sitting there thinking we, why?
2: Why doesn't this happen all the time?
1: We had six rods down. And we got to the point where we had one rod out, and we had five fish in the boat.
2: Well, I thought we went through all of them.
1: No, well, we did because we caught that one on Snoopy. Wait, so you caught one, you let it go. We tripled up, and then when we were letting all them go, Snoopy went off. That's right. And we had all the rods. So the out reason of the it water. was sticking in
2: my head is because I caught a little guy, and then I was like talking to the camera with the little guy and you guys are fighting fish and I'm like oh this is crazy and then then another rod just and gets erupted. hammered and it's like a 45 pounder yeah and I chuck this little guy in the water like forget you <laughs> and go grab that rod that's just dump and drag and start fighting that fish that was pretty epic that yeah was that awesome. was
1: that was a pretty good one
2: i uh that'd be a good video to go back and rewatch if you just uh, what, what was the name of it? Like Giant Fish Hits Every Rod or something like that. Let me consult the YouTube. Yeah. Let the the YouTube machine tell you. But that, if you just want to watch a big pile of catfish end up in a boat, <laughs> that's a pretty good one to watch. Because we had all them fish hit, and then there was more fish before and after that event happened. It was just pandemonium.
4: Let me see.
2: Brian, this is your chance
4: dive in buddy tell us about the best fishing
2: trip you've ever had i don't think i could pick out one that's the best that's a cop-out answer come on i've
3: been (laughs) on a lot of them and they're all good to me i can i can go somewhere and not catch a fish and still have a good time last year we went to south dakota ice fishing matt and i sat in the truck and watched videos on the ipad and watched tip-ups all day good never caught a fish
2: But we're, all right, so the question was not what is the most enjoyable fishing trip, because I get it. You know, like, you're having fun out there all the time, no matter what. But I'm just talking about the best quality of trip, whether it's most fish caught, or the biggest fish caught, or the most big fish caught. The most fish
3: caught would have been that one in Nebraska. Went to that old gravel pit, and it was one crappie right after another. In big ones? Big ones. Yeah. Fat, healthy. Big mouse. I kind of got excited. I broke poles. I broke lures. I shoved my aunt out of the way.
2: (laughs) That's just like, all right, I'm in it. My (laughs) uncle got scared. All right, this is great, great segue, because now you got me wondering. All right, I'm a guy who sees a crappie. And all I see is a 10 sliding right through its back. <laughs> and you're a guy who enjoys catching them and enjoys eating them. Oh, yeah. So what's the big draw for crappie? Is it eating them? I have no idea. I just get excited when I see. But you you really have no idea the reason what you like about them. Like, is you it know, the and look? It does,
3: I don't even know if it's just crappies and, because you can catch so many of them
2: okay. in
3: such a hurry because they school up. They, they come in all at once and then they're gone. They're just like it, where we were at a couple weeks ago. They come in there, you catch a few and they're gone.
2: Yeah. And they, well, you got to chase them around.
4: Yeah, I suppose. it was cold. It was cold. It was cold. That, that makes, it makes it forty hard. mile an hour wind. That makes it tough. Yeah.
2: Brief break. What was it? What was the name of that one? All right, Weston's showing me his phone. That video where we beat him up was giant catfish bit every single rod. Well, almost. Which signifies the one that didn't get bit <laughs> But
4: eventually Because Weston anyway. baited it with gas on his hand Yeah Way to go Way to go
1: It was four stroke It wasn't two stroke They would have hit the two stroke Every time <laughs> Every time It's like WD-4 You gotta have
2: that whole shot man
1: yeah. The catfish respect that My boat mixes its own So I don't have that pleasure <laughs> Alright Ryan Up to you man
4: Uh, Probably the most Productive trip was that one day in Kansas where we beat him up. Oh, that was so cool! Yeah, three four hundred pounds of fish. In yeah, a day. And I
2: watched you catch most of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> documented it. Don't worry.
4: Like, don't worry, bud. I'll land this
2: one for you. Oh, you want me to land another one? And another one? And another, okay, I got you. Don't worry. It
4: was a good time, especially because it was three foot of water and you just see swirls. Coming up out of the mud. You'd see them tailing like freaking redfish. Like it was these crazy. 30 to 50 pound
2: blue cats with their tail sticking up right at the top of the water, just waving. Like they're redfish, you know?
4: You'd just, oh, time to slow down a little bit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or you'd be you paddle right over the top of them, looking at your fish finder, and it'd go from like five feet to two feet because yeah. the fish is filling up the bottom three feet. <laughs> it was yeah. pretty neat. I think
4: the biggest one we called it. I'm like, oh, there, there he is right there, and five. Four, three, way. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was a good time. And uh, oh, I had another time on the – that. I just spanked them. I was in a boat, and I think we caught nine. Oh yeah, that and was a couple was, years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was almost two hundred pounds of fish. A flatheads, not a fish, flathead. flatheads, a flatheads, the yes. elusive, difficult yes. to catch flatheads. I think there was two over forty, and another thirty, and some twenties, and it was hardly ever repeat it. I mean, I'd spend days and days and days, and the conditions were just right. And it was a full moon.
2: You might never repeat it. Yeah. That just defies a lot of basic flathead fishing logic.
4: And it was all before 9 o'clock. It was an hour before sundown till 9 o'clock, and they shut off. They they shut off, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't buy a bite after that, but my thumbs were sure sore. (laughs) (laughs) So now – and I've had a couple – other great days, but those are the two that really, really stand out. Well, there's going to be lots of good, but there's got to be a best. Well, I'd say Kansas would be tough to beat. Those blue cats were just hammering. And they were hitting baits the size of frickin' softballs. Or bigger. Or bigger. Yeah.
2: It was just dumb. So if you're listening, take your hands, put them together, and the bait was that long and twice as thick. <laughs> Like we were taking like five pound hybrid stripers and cutting them into like three chunks and putting them on a 10 odd circle hook. Like, like what the hell? We'll see if something will eat it.
4: And just trolling around in a kayak in yeah. five foot of water and say, well, which way am I going to go next? Am well, I yeah. going to go left or am I going to go right? They'd
2: hit, you'd have a pole sticking out each side of the kayak and they'd hit it and they'd just spin you clear around. <laughs> You're just
4: on for a ride. Yeah. There was no control. They spin you around.
3: They'd tip me over. <laughs>
2: You know, I genuinely, you're short enough that I think your center of gravity would be low enough where my big kayak, you'd be all right in. I don't know. You might not be comfortable.
3: <laughs> I can't ride a canoe, bud.
2: Well, this is more stable than a canoe.
1: I, right. I tipped a kayak over.
2: Yeah, but you, you tip the short one. I'm talking, put them in the 12 footer that's two inches wider. I think you'd be all right.
3: And I struggle on a 16 foot flat bottom.
2: <laughs> you. <laughs>
3: There's a lot of weight when you get on one side, bud. There's but you're a
2: standing place. up in that. <laughs> Boy, in you're standing up in that boat. You just stay sitting down in that kayak. I think you'd be okay. Yeah. You, like I said, we're going might... to try it
4: this year. We're going to get you out there. Oh, yeah. You've been saying that for two years. We'll put well, you in the kiddie pool, but we'll get you out there. Well,
1: I'll have me a, a big boat that you'd be comfortable in. And I'm selling that kayak.
2: As soon as
4: we're done,
1: what's going for sale. In my defense on flipping the kayak, Spencer was just like, we're going to see what this guy can do.
2: I put you on a pretty tough stretch of river. Yeah, not
1: first time in a kayak.
2: Well, I really wanted to fish that, and I was like, well, I don't know you very well, so if you want to go, this is what you get to go through. (laughs) Either you're going
1: to be a friend with me or you're going to hate me. I'm glad we're friends,
2: Wes. I'm I'm friends, and
4: I really don't care for him.
2: (laughs) Take a number there, champ.
1: Yeah, he had me paddling through brush piles and all sorts of stuff.
2: Well, it's, it's that river, that particular river, and it's like a lot of other rivers out there. but Just it, condensed. Well, it's it's narrow, it's yeah. steep, and it's fast. Yeah, it runs so, quick. It runs quick, and you don't have a lot of room. Like you're shooting a gap between a couple logs that's lots of times as wide or just a little bit wider in your kayak, and you're doing it going four mile an hour. So, you got to hit it right. You got to hit it fast. You got to be on your toes. You got to be paddling straight through it. You can't let the current take control of you. You got to take control of the current because otherwise you're at the
1: mercy of the water and that's when you get in trouble. Yeah, I had to figure it out quick. And the funny thing is, is I didn't flip the kayak in any of those scenarios. We were tied up. (laughs) I was like, ah, my rod is tangled up. Let me get it. And then I tipped the boat over. (laughs) So, there was nothing awesome about me tipping it over. It was no white water or anything.
3: I'm usually white knuckled. Anyway, hanging on for dear life, I'm
1: going to go over. On a 16-foot John boat?
0: Well, no.
2: I fished with a guy. This guy, he was originally from Iowa, and he moved out west to become a trout fishing guide, and that's what he did. Now he's like um, running a trout fishing lodge, or not a trout fishing lodge, but a whole lodge. So during the summer, he, he runs every guide, and then he runs his own guide trips as a trout guide, and then he runs the lodge for skiers in the winter, he came back to Iowa because his dad had hip surgery or knee surgery, and he just reached out to me because he's like, oh, "You seem a guy. Seem like a guy who's, uh, you know, a guy who fishes a lot, and be curious if you would accommodate me while I'm out here." And I was like, "Whatever, you know, I'll take you out." He wouldn't stand up in my boat. I had a sixteen forty eight John boat, and he would he sat cross legged <laughs> in the boat for the entire day, cast the fly rod. Uh, for for
4: well, me, i Well, it's talent
2: that he, he uh, was sitting there casting a fly rod like that. It was not talent that he lacked the ability to stand up in a 1648 John boat. Yeah, I'll do it, some crazy shit in a John boat. Well, I, I hope Jared... Jared's his name. Hope he's listening to this because <laughs> I'd say it's your face, Jared.
4: <laughs> but you guys... You guys had a video. You yeah, we, got some big uh, wipers or something. Didn't I we? got
2: to watch him get wrecked. Like he didn't catch a single hybrid. and I caught. We didn't beat him up by any means. I think I caught five. I was throwing a spinning rod, and we were the only place. It was raining, raining, rain, it rained The day before, it was raining the day we were there. And the water got muddy, and they're 100% sight feeders. They feed a little bit by scent, but so not 100%. But.
4: I was going to say, your percentages are off. Well, but... not very smart. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I ran out of fingers, right? <laughs> but uh, we found one little spot where a creek dumps in, and there's a little bit of clear water. And we happened to you know, scavenge a few fish out of there. And I caught a few, and he finally got a bite. And, of course, on the fly rod, he hooks the biggest one. <laughs> And he was at the front of the boat. And by the time he busted that fish off, he was at the back of the boat. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it had a, that buggy went bent all the way to the handle, man. Yeah. yeah, he never stood chance. Well, actually he probably stood a chance, which is why I give him a hard time. I'm like, wow, you're a guide. You must not actually fish much. You must just be guiding people all the time. <laughs> looks like you haven't fought a fish for a while there, but <laughs>
4: <laughs> spinning reel will go a long way. Yeah, yeah, I got three more. You want one?
2: <laughs> he was pretty stubborn. He didn't take one after that.
4: Well, at that point, you can't. You could. <laughs>
1: you can't. Depending on how
2: stubborn you are.
1: <laughs> well, well, it seems like some of them fly rod guys are pretty determined to catch everything on a fly rod. Well, they're they purists. Yeah.
4: Well, you see I, those guys catch redfish and stuff like that on fly rods. They're, they're like, caught, pretty they, impressive. They would have caught five more if they would
2: have been using spinner rod. Yeah.
1: They're like the traditional bow hunters that use the recurves and all that
2: stuff. You know, that's not a bad analogy. But with all that being said, I bought a fly
1: rod last year. Didn't Bush Sr. catch a tarpon on a fly rod? You're
3: bringing politics into this. No, No, I'm just saying.
4: Is that a Jeopardy question? (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. What is no? (laughs) I'm pretty sure
1: they chased it in a boat, but Bush Sr. did catch a tarpon. That's
2: the only way you're going to land a tarpon on a fly rod. Me, I mean, unless you're fishing like a 15-weight. I'm saying this like I'm some freaking expert. I don't know anything about <laughs> fly fishing. but Put Spencer in his place. Please, yeah, fly fisherman. Yes, please. Send me an email, <laughs> spencerrivercertified.com, and tell me how much a, a, of an idiot I am. But I bought a nine-weight fly rod with the intent. Oh, Weston just looked it up on the Google machine. <laughs> it is apparently real. It took him 45 minutes. Wait, that's not a fly rod on a live crab. Big difference. That's cheating. Yeah. Cheating. Yeah. What kind of fly fisherman is fishing with live
4: crabs? He's a politician.
2: Well, I hear it.
1: <laughs> <Probably> <laughs> somebody
2: <laughs> gaffed it. He probably it dips there. his dry flies in chum before he casts them out. <laughs> <laughs> what I was getting at is I the fly rod I bought is a nine weight, which is supposed to be a pretty beefy fly rod. It is not a, not a real stout fishing Not
4: whisker-seeker standards. Or
2: any cat fishing rod <laughs> standard as far as that goes. But I have it. Um, my hope is to get proficient at it. It seems like it might be fun and try to catch some hybrids. On it. I think that'd be fun. I'm just imagine myself in the front of my boat, motoring around with trolling motor, seeing hybrids busting bait on top of the water and getting over there real quick, and throwing a streamer at them.
4: And then me catching three and you missing one. Well,
2: <laughs> I, I love this
4: plan. Okay, I love this plan. All right, sound like we we have a plan. can do this. So
2: what, what were we talking about with all that? Something about tarpon. Something
3: about bush. Bush.
2: Bush and tarpon. I don't feel like that goes together. Right.
3: He's the one that brought it up. All
2: right, moving on. <laughs> Just pulling a random questions here. Um, if you had your dream boat, so I was talking about a dream a boat. If you had your dream boat, what are must-haves in your dream boat? I have mine picked already. What do you got to put on it? Yeah. What's, what's, what's
4: something you won't f- leave the harbor without? A feature
2: or an add-on. Mine's a feature.
1: The sunshade.
2: Ooh,
4: that's, that's a nice. good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Bimby top. Yeah, yeah.
1: That helps. My. My-
3: Devils Lake in the middle of summer with no shade—that
2: sucks. It's, it takes fun out of it for sure. I love how you go to North Dakota to bring that up. Like <laughs> wow. you, it just, this is my last experience. Come on, like North Dakota or the Florida Keys. Well, whatever. Come
1: on, man. <laughs> I've never fished in Florida. Sun's the sun. No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> no, I've been to Florida.
2: I've been to South Texas, and yes. I've lived in Iowa, and I have fished in Canada. In a lot of places, in between all those places, the sun is not the sun.
1: (laughs) South Texas is the farthest I've been. That fries you real good. Oh my gosh. Real quick. So, what's your,
2: so you got Sunshade, Weston, what's your must have?
1: I would say a solid fish finder with Navionics if I'm fishing a lake or a reservoir.
4: Right? Yeah. Mine's a dependable motor because I've, I've had so many motors take a crap at different situations that i'm so over it i'm i'm about to just throw every motor away and just go buy a new one every time i go out fishing <laughs> you make the
2: joke like uh, underwear like somebody made a joke you know i don't i don't even wash my underwear i just buy new underwear every time i think it was like dane cook or something that joke was as lame as this joke right now but uh, that was the the first
4: thing that popped up in my head. <laughs> I there's something about a boat motor that sooner or later it's gonna make your day horrible. Anything
2: anything with moving parts works that way. Boat motors. Boat motors are worse trailers, than anything. Trailers.
1: Yeah. Got to have them hooked on the ball. <laughs> you do. I can attest to that. Real bad. Well, what being was... a mechanic, that's all I deal with.
2: Boat motors. No <laughs> moving parts. Oh yeah. Well, you had your trailer come off the hitch, yeah. didn't
4: you? On flat ground after it already been hooked up for two and a half hours. That's the weird part. Yeah. I had
1: a friend of mine have the ball snap off when he was towing a car trailer home. He lost wow. the car and the trailer. Really? Yeah. The ball just snapped right off.
2: And he didn't – it bust, busted the safety chains too? You
1: know, it Put him in the ditch, I believe, and wrecked the car, wrecked the trailer, messed up his truck. It was it was a huge fiasco. That's a bad day. Yeah,
4: <laughs> should have just stayed in bed. That's putting it lightly.
2: <laughs> All right. So my absolute need, I guess I could argue, in addition to everything that's already been said, is uh, rod locker because clutter in a boat drives me <laughs> in freaking sane me
4: too yeah
2: like i that's why i wanted a tiller no council i'm gonna have my rod locker it's gonna have all my fishing rods in it all my tackle is also gonna be in the rod locker i'm gonna have a storage compartment it's gonna have my tackle or my uh uh, my cast nets my anchors and then uh, i'm gonna have another storage compartment with my life jackets and throwable
4: and then you're gonna run the tightest ship when you are absolutely <laughs> freaking when literally. you are guiding you're like do not touch that until i tell you to do. and don't mess with my drags <laughs> yes absolutely.
2: they were cranked down with a pair of vice grips okay you <laughs> don't mess with those do not
4: try to loosen the drag you're just gonna hurt your fingers exactly
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh and then i'll have a toolbox in the back with my batteries in the back flat and probably some other stuff that i'm not thinking of right now but
4: It'll come to you when you need it. Yeah. And it's not there. Exactly. <laughs> and then the next time it will be.
1: be another trip to Bash Pro Shop. I'm a big fan of the bilge pump, too, occasionally. But. There's been several uh, occasions where they're real nice.
2: That's a feature. I suppose that counts. Yeah. I've never had a boat with a bilge pump before.
1: Mine has two.
2: Mine, uh, all my old boats had a bucket.
1: Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> bucket with a scoop. Yeah. <laughs> But if you're in charge of driving the boat while waves are coming over the side, you can't really scoop it out while you're driving.
2: Well, the old um, uh, Small River special. Yeah. If you uh, if it's leaking, you just pull the plug and let it rip.
1: <laughs> Put her on trim.
2: Yeah. Except I've never had a boat with trim either. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself. This thing's going to have trim and a jack plate.
4: So you're going four inches of water. That's what you're. Going to you're do. absolutely
1: right. <laughs> you're going to find some stuff that's going to break on your boat. Is what you're going to do. No,
2: you're. You were absolutely right. Can you fix a hydraulic tilt and true? As
1: long as we can get parts,
3: okay. And fix anything, right, buddy? That's
2: turns out. Say. Turns out, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> According MacGyver to what it they is. pay me, yes, yeah. I
3: can. Yeah. <laughs> I've duct tape and bungee cords. You yeah. can fix anything.
2: Check's in the mail, too. <laughs> Check looks like a 24-pack of Bushelite, too, by the way. Shipping is horrible. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, that
1: was on the overtime, too. Yeah. 24-pack.
2: Well, me and Weston, and by me and Weston, I mean mostly me. I mean, duh. Mostly Weston helped uh, fix my shower before we came over here one of the panels was peeling off but it's taken care of now i hope it's sitting there
1: duct tape nope no
2: we did it right once again by we i mean weston
1: (laughs) some cock yep some cock slipped at the cock she's sealing up now cock
2: took care of it (laughs) she's good to go now it's in a
1: good mood now
4: (laughs) rarely does that ever work all
2: right um Segue off
1: of that one—the <laughs> one exception.
2: What? What is the most important piece of advice you would give to a young outdoorsman?
4: <laughs> How does that fall? <laughs> that's great. The
2: cocktail. <laughs> back, back to our previous conversation. See, I knew something like this would come up. <laughs> this is a great segue. Yeah. Who are you kidding? A lot of editing.
1: Lot of- no, that's all. Of- that's all going to stay. Don't worry. Good, good, good,
2: good. Weston, to you, clockwise.
1: Don't be afraid to try stuff that you've never tried before. If it doesn't work, try something else.
2: That's um, pretty legit, honestly. Yeah. don't get sucked into the same old, same old.
1: Yeah, don't don't think you have to tie one rig and throw one lure or one bait over and over and over. Eventually, you got to try something else if you're not catching fish. Until you get old and you can't see the tie. Yeah, or that.
4: Then, then you just buy more poles and you tie them exactly. beforehand. <laughs> Ryan knows this. <laughs> That's why we got B boys bait and tackle. That's what his garage is called because it's got it's like a bait about eighty seven years worth of fishing gear.
2: Or you could be like my old man who uh, he's like tie this for me. <laughs> I've had plenty of guiding practice. Taking right? my old man, he loves hunting like I love fishing, but he likes to fish just to hang out with me, which I re- appreciate more than he'll ever know, and it makes it a lot more fun. Um, but I I tie all the knots. <laughs> That's just fine. I tie lots of knots. All my, right, buddy. What's my, your advice? Mine would kind of go with
3: his. Patience. I mean, it's not going to... It's just not going to happen right now all the time. There's going to be days where you don't catch something.
4: Just keep at it. And mine kind of ties into that as well. Is Time on the water is going to make you a better fisherman than any lure, any YouTube that you could watch. You just got to get out there and fish. You got to get, get out there and hunt. You got to get out there and trap. I mean, the, the only thing that's going to teach you is yourself. You, you got you to gotta throw everything out the window and just put the time in. Make it a priority. If not, it's just like anything else. I mean, if, if you don't dedicate yourself to it, you're not going to excel. You're not going to get better.
1: Well, and just because you see guys on YouTube catch fish in every video doesn't mean they have bad days, too. I don't. Well, except for Spencer. <laughs> Spencer's the only exception fish. to the
2: rule. Spencer
4: <laughs> spends 24 hours a week editing out <laughs> dead time.
2: No, no. My strategy is if you never leave, that's one fishing trip. So <laughs>
4: like, I, like, if seven I catch a day float. Yeah, I fish
2: for four <laughs> days and catch a fish. Well, I didn't get skunked. <laughs>
1: He's the only angler in Iowa that can cast directly into a flathead's mouth every time. With no bait. Yeah. I sold my soul for that.
2: <laughs> it's a hell of a deal. Yeah. I'm winning right now. You can get it back, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And if I don't, it's worth it. He's also been known just to... Just learn how to play the fiddle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can get her back. Uh, I,
4: legend has it. He's also there's...
1: been known to only snag trophy fish Whoa. on occasion. Whoa. Whoa. You just Whoa. You overstepped the line. That thud you just
2: heard was me punching West. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so mine, if I had to give advice to a young outdoorsman or young outdoors women, woman, uh, I would say do what you enjoy and have fun with when you're fishing. Don't just do what's cool. So if you like catching little baby crappies like Brian does, you think that's fun? Then go do that. Oh, yeah. um, if you think fishing for all day, all night for one bite is fun, like I do, then do that. I mean, it's it's whatever you enjoy, and so go out and do what you have fun doing. And if that changes, that's cool. Then you just do something different, but make sure you are having a good time. And then to reverberate or reiterate off of what everybody else said, like go out and try different stuff too. You know, don't get stuck in a rut. This is a spot where I caught fish, so I'm always going to go there. No, I go out and explore a little bit. Exploring is cool. Don't make it all about catching the fish. I love finding new water. Yeah. Dude, ask Ryan. I yeah. drag him along. I'm like, Hey. This might work. Let's go try it.
4: Let's drive past I've been, seven spots that we know we'd catch man. at. Let's try this one where we have no idea. I've been thinking about this spot for about two and a half years. Today's the day. Yep. There's a storm coming, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Today's the day. You
1: also have to work tomorrow, so let's do
4: Well, I've, I've got no problem pulling up sand for a nap. Uh, there's been a lot of days where we leave the spot at 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm yeah. at work by 7, and those are some best days at work. Oh, I, yeah. I you just, just got to relax all night. Flathead
1: fishermen are some of the toughest they can.
4: I don't. I mean,
2: I'm not going to say that. You're going to sleep
1: in some of the most ridiculous places if you're really dedicated.
2: Yeah, from that aspect, I can't really argue with you. But, like. But, I mean,
1: if you're throwing crankbaits and stuff all day to catch that one bass, that's. Does. No, no, no.
2: Bass or bass <laughs> sissy. That's fishermen. two strikes, Weston. Yeah, and one genius. more and you gotta go.
4: I thought you were
2: going to say musky fishermen. I was like, yeah, they really put in some work.
4: Yeah, they're throwing them. eight pound freaking lures everywhere. Yeah, year.
2: like their, their hand, they have to like physically unbend their fingers <laughs> from the shape of the reel they were holding all day. And then they eat half a bottle ibuprofen. <laughs>
4: And, right. and say, no bites today, maybe tomorrow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, I had a real good we year running. this year. 100 days on the water, I caught 14 muskies. I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if that's what you love, right? But that, that's, you know, that's a good point. But we're talking about toughest guys on the water. and uh, this guy right here, Ryan. Well, <laughs> we were talking the other day, or I brought it up. and just a harebrained idea of mine. If we ever do a live feed, we could rally to figure, like raise money for me and Ryan to do takedowns, like best of three on a sandbar, and then we could take the money and like donate it to something cool. Yeah, my like bags Fisher-
4: <laughs> No, Gap Wizard's coming. Go ahead and push. No, it's no coming. throws. It's no coming. throws. It's no
1: <laughs> Just kick sand in his face. <laughs> no, yeah. he would have
2: a better chance with the jap wizard or whatever it's called, or lat drop or any of that <laughs> stuff. You go, you go up top on me. I'm the biggest sucker in the world.
4: Especially because you'd be like a foot and a half above me. Your hips are already loaded. No, no. <laughs> I just got to get you over my chest. I already know my <laughs> hands aren't leaving the ground. <laughs> like you ain't getting under me. <laughs> Not I'll, pushing into you at I'm going to have you in a front headlock, and you're going to stand up. My feet are just going to be about eight feet up in the air. I, I, w- <laughs> I hope you put me in a front headlock. You're kind of like a
1: crocodile, though. You get Spencer in a kayak, you're going to have a hard time. You get him in his element.
2: Yeah, you put me in a front headlock, that's bad news for you. You lat drop me, that's bad news for me.
1: <laughs> he drags you to the kayak, you're done. Yeah.
2: So I don't know what what we would donate the money to. I feel like there's got to be some. We're talking about young outdoors men and women. There would have to be some outdoor. Maybe we should create something like that.
4: Like there, there's got to be some take take a kids fishing organizations or something. Well, there's
2: Fish Iowa, which is geared towards like high school or in junior high and elementary school programs for kids, which that could be cool.
4: Which that is a tough year for fishing, you know. Younger kids, a lot of younger kids enjoy fishing, and then they kind of get in the junior high and high school age, and it kind of loses its luster with well, with all they got going on with sports. And so you have that and,
2: exactly what you just said, complicated by the lack of wheels. They can't drive themselves around, and they have all these kids who might would maybe prefer to go fishing or want to go fishing, but they don't have anyone to take them. They don't have the ability to go. And that's one thing that I miss this year with COVID not being able to take kids on field trips is um, I used to take kids monthly with our clubs. And then even before I ever had clubs, I would take kids at least twice a year, sometimes three or four times a year.
4: But bringing that up, there is nothing that makes me smile more than driving down the road and you see a kid on a bicycle yes. with fishing gear and a fishing pole headed to the river. Yeah, that that's, is pretty cool. That is just an awesome sight.
2: Agreed, but there's so many kids who don't even have that opportunity. Yeah,
3: they don't even know. They don't know what they're missing.
2: Yeah, well, they haven't had a chance to try it.
1: Yep, I give a ton of tackle away to kids like that that I meet along the river. I give them, you name it, hooks. Hey, you laugh. Nice. He ain't joking. No, I donated a lot to his kid. No,
4: <laughs> <laughs> they, my son and him have, like we said, he's he literally got B boys bait and tackle in his garage. And they will sit there and pawn each other and trade and go back and forth. It's an hour's ordeal. I just sit back, drink beer, and watch the show. It sounds like a good show. <laughs> I Like one day, I think my son ended up with like 12 ice fishing rods, and you got, not I don't much, know, probably. something. Not much, yeah. Like for three hooks or something.
2: <laughs> three three hooks and a, a schoolie rod. <laughs>
1: Given rods away to kids just because what they have is busted or something like you name it i've given it away just to see them enjoy the sport
2: well honestly i wish there was more people who do things like that because i don't know i'm as big of a gear snob as anybody um I don't know. I'm not going to toot my own horn. It don't matter. Uh, I just wish there's more people that would do stuff like that because that's pretty sweet.
4: And I'm on a, I'm on a, quite a few outdoors groups, whether it be hunting, fishing, trapping, on like Facebook, and mm-hmm. you know, quite often you see guys with gear that says, okay, if you're under 10 years old, send me your name or pick a number between one and hundred, and that's closest cool. one that's cool gets it. You know, so stuff like that does happen, but not nearly enough.
2: Right. 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 Now you got me thinking about stuff. Though. Yeah, me I too. Can, yeah. I've got
4: three sheds out in my farm right. that's full of crap that just needs to be given away. Well, it's a productive
2: conversation. If nothing else, there's going to be some kids who get some fish and stuff there out is. of this conversation. There
4: is. So anybody that's listening right now, send Spencer or me an email, and we'll send you something. We I got rods. I got equipment. I got, hell, I think I own three ice augers. That
2: haven't been used in that years. That would be a
4: big segue for
2: yes. a lot, or a big opening for a lot of kids to hop into ice fishing. Yeah.
4: Like three gas
2: augers. If you can't punch a hole through the ice,
4: you don't get to go There's ice nothing fishing. wrong with them. And, you know, I could sell them 150 bucks, but I'd rather give them away. Yeah. Somebody's going to use them. So yours is what, Tassler Ryan? At Hotmail.com.
2: Yep, and mine's SpencerRiverCertified.com. You guys want to share your email address? I'm not going to pressure you. There's going to be at least four people listening to this.
1: Uh, you'd be better off getting a hold of me on Facebook.
3: You can go through Ryan
2: with me. There you go. <laughs> Weston Zerust, which looks like Zerust, Z-R-U-S-T. Get a hold of him on Facebook. He'll hook hook you
4: up. And Kenzie has enough tackle to, to take care of anybody. So, <laughs> so if you want B-Boys bait and tackle, <laughs> get a hold of me, and I'm going to go in there and clear stuff out while he's at work.
2: And I guess <laughs> I guess if it came down to it and we somehow had like an overwhelming outreach for things like this like I I know people yeah. would be more than help, more than welcome to help. Let's do
4: out. a drive. Let's do something.
2: All right. I'm writing it down. It's official.
4: It's official. It's on paper. Kids it's going to
2: happen. Fishing. We never did have our fishing derby. Tackle drive. We have not. Fishing derby.
3: We were going to do an ice fishing derby a couple of years ago. We were doing a,
4: like a father's kids ice fishing derby with a bunch of guys I know. You know, we are going cool. to get together and have, you know, hot dogs and drinks and hang out and fish all day and some poles and stuff for contest winners and just never came about. I don't know. I, I don't think we had ice the first year. No.
2: That and makes then, it tough to ice yeah,
4: fish. I think the next year I had back surgery. Yeah, it just kind of never happened. It never happened.
2: Back surgery will slow you down,
4: too. So now our kids are grown. <laughs> so. Well, I still got one. In, yeah, on the I got maybe. one. I got one. Well, I got one and it's some all rentals. Matter.
2: <laughs> all matter perspective. It is. All right. So um, just fun change of pace. What is the most annoying thing another fisherman could do?
4: While you're out fishing, you know, what do you think, buddy? Just bitching. Complaining <laughs> about something.
3: Just shut up and enjoy your time on the water. I, know I, 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 went, I I went through a phase there when we were going up and down the river. Motor didn't work. And then I caught myself just complaining. I just stopped.
2: That's a good thing to do. Ryan got complain. tired of
4: pulling the boat. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't get tired. I enjoy it. Anytime I go fishing with Brian, I expect to get wet wet from the waist down, (laughs) and I'm hauling a flat bottom through the river. (laughs) Just going to happen.
3: My motor didn't work, and I'm just like, oh, just
2: cuss words came out of my mouth. Yeah.
4: Well, we had a good trip. We did. It was fun. I enjoy the dark.
3: I enjoy the quiet.
2: And if you're getting wet from the waist (laughs) down, you must really like Brian. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah. You've, you've been there when I've landed your fish too. I'm not afraid to get in the water. <laughs> you must, <well>. yeah. <laughs> no, I do it four, yeah.
1: four o'clock in the morning. I caught a fish and I just run out there and get it.
4: So, Weston, the, our, our question that we got right now is: What's the most annoying thing another angler has done? Brian's was complaining,
1: complaining, wanting to go home early. That's all in all in the same bucket there. Um, I would say needlessly reeling in baits because they're not catching stuff.
2: Mm, especially when you're the one who caught all the bait. Yeah. And you're like, we only have eight of those. And then
1: they <laughs> and then they plow them back out there like they're trying to reach the other side of the river and they throw them off. Yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. That, like that, that bothers
2: the hell out of me too.
1: Yeah. Or they're like, well, you threw them all out. I'm, I'm all right. I can cast it. I fish with a lot of unexperienced people as as a rule i take a lot of people fishing that don't normally fish and uh yeah they'll they'll want to they'll want to try it and i can't tell them no you know oh you can i have well i mean you got (laughs) to let them learn they'll they'll backlash stuff or they'll throw baits off or they'll throw stuff right in the trees (laughs) oh i I do too it happens Happens to everybody. It doesn't happen to me, except for Spencer. Spencer's the only
4: power one. of editing.
1: I throw him right in the Flathead's <laughs> mouths. Weston said it. Yeah, yeah. That's why it cuts from a kayak to a brush pile all of a sudden. Yeah. Perfect cast every time. It's amazing. Yeah, it's stunning to see in person. Right. Um,
4: There's a glow about it.
1: <laughs> he fishes with an aura around him. Yeah. Stench. <laughs> Stench is more accurate
4: mine's trash Ooh. i freaking hate it but i always always take an extra bag with me and before, i always
1: took some in my my cooler or in yeah, my tackle bag i carry trash bag
4: and every single trip i bring a full bag i always i just think okay today's the day there's not going to be enough to fill this bag and i always should have brought more bags mm-hmm. it's ridiculous why are you out there if you're just going to pollute the place Stretch of,
1: the stretch of river I fish a lot. It's all like full of tubing people. So you got their flip flops. Hey, all their you need to can. quit
2: discriminating. Okay, well, just because a person tubes doesn't mean they litter.
1: Well, when when the beer cans show up about three minutes before they do, it's a pretty obvious sign. Well,
2: but not. Just trying to be politically correct here.
3: Those are nickels, bud. <laughs> <laughs> You have nickels floating downriver.
1: <laughs> or the fishing line that you find constantly.
2: Yeah, there's yeah. there's a million different things as far as litter. I mean uh, people who tube.
1: I will take your free lead though when you snag up and break off oh, pull absolutely. your line in. I have a bucket just for your free lead. Thank you if you're the guy losing the lead. It was
2: me. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I've lost my
1: share. Or me. Yeah. Cash,
3: there it goes. <laughs> can't tie.
2: <laughs> mine, uh, mine. I'd have to agree with you, Brian. It's like if you're being a giant crybaby when you're out on the water, that that just kind of ruins the experience for everybody.
3: No, it sours it in a hurry. Yeah.
2: So I mean, you're you're not at work. You're around people. I assume you enjoy being around. You're doing something. Well, you, Al,
3: for the most part,
2: yeah. <laughs> I assume um, you're doing something that you chose to do. Why not enjoy it and make the most out of it and talk about how, like, the good things of the experience or the good things that are going on with you? Like, why ruin it just complaining about stuff? Yeah, I cannot catch
3: fish and have a great trip. I mean.
2: Yeah. Fish are
3: just a bonus. Something can go wrong. I don't care. I'm not at work. Yeah. I'm not not dealing with everyday crap,
4: you know little mic check here sorry yeah. sorry about Mike. the static
2: check test one <laughs>
4: <laughs> we'll skip to twelve it's good
2: yep yeah, it's good all right no'm I'm, I'm with you hundred percent you pretty much repeated everything that was running through my head
3: you no know, I'm, I'm an inherently a pretty happy person just you are just being just being you know I just want to have a peaceful enjoyable time
2: how how is it not? That you do more flyhead fishing because that's like the exact mindset of everyone I've ever met who likes to flyhead fish.
3: Oh, well, four kids,
2: time, and a job. Yeah, that. that all right, that's a good that reason. Really <laughs> yeah,
4: I used to get him out once in a while, but it's been it's been a while. I think I, the last I, time I we went out, you got that big one. I
3: didn't go last year at all. Yeah, my boat never left. It's got two flat tires in the shop.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i no, we, we've, we've been, been a couple we, times. Yeah, we've been yeah. a
3: couple times. The last time we went out was the night that you pulled from the place with the pipe. Yeah, up to the rodent.
4: Yeah.
2: All right. So spinning off what we're talking about, do you like to fish more because you like to fish, or do you like to fish more because of like the therapy side of it, like getting away from people, getting away from stuff?
1: I'm I'm kind of fifty fifty on it. It's therapeutic, but I also like to get away from people, and i, I really, really like to just catch fish. That's
2: a real cop out me. answer, Weston. I really like
1: to just try and fish. If I catch a fish, it's a bonus.
2: I like to solidly li- ride the fence when people ask me questions. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm all therapy for me. Yeah,
3: it's it's a release. It's a it's I don't know. It's a it's where I find peace. I guess. I get it. Ryan.
4: That's my go-to. If I have stress in my life, I go to the river. It doesn't matter if I even fish at all. I I spent many a days, hours, just sitting on the sandbar, thinking. That's where my answers come from. You know, it's that's my out. That's that's my safe place. That's where I feel me. I just go to the river.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, that's for me. It's I'm I'm kind of weirdo. For a lot of reasons. (laughs) Softly uh, spoken. Yes. (laughs) I'm kind of a weirdo. (laughs) Uh, But I'm the weirdo who wants to constantly get better at stuff. It does not matter what it is. Like if we were playing ping pong and you beat me. I would now like, as you're beating me, I'm devising a plan in my head where I can get better ping pongs. No,
4: no. <laughs> well, I will shank you.
2: Yeah, I mean, good luck playing me with one leg, but I wouldn't get better. You'd get worse. <laughs> so that kind of goes against that a little bit. But when I'm on the water, I'm totally with you on the whole therapeutic side. But even while I'm doing that, I just want to get better at it. So, I mean, that's like why I keep a log that's why I pay attention to stuff. And, that's why, I, I don't know, I constantly work at everything. And my problem with getting better, though, it takes me a long time. <laughs> I <laughs> inherently suck at everything when I first try and start it. Like, I I don't... I wrestled in college. And I didn't start wrestling till I was... Well, actually, when I started, doesn't matter. I was terrible when I started. Absolutely god-awful. I won two matches my freshman year of high school maybe 3 that was a good one
3: it <laughs> came from deep <laughs> that damn dog
2: but uh i don't know i just couldn't help myself i had to get better and then i got better and i got a little better and i got a little better and like i said that that's a great represent representation of me because everything i do the first time is god awful but i just enjoy working on stuff.
3: I think I used to be like that. I used to try to get better and compete, you mm-hmm. know. Like go fishing with him. Now is kind of count
1: perfected.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, now I'm, you're perfect. I, I don't have it perfected by <laughs> any means, but I just I get to the point where I just I don't care. Yeah. I it's know I fun just to be there. Just like I ain't working. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I got nobody complaining at me. I got nobody bitching. Yeah. I just I'm I'm being at peace.
1: Yeah. And you don't have to catch fish to be there either. You're just out there. Yeah.
2: That's true. That's true.
4: Yeah, like I said, there's a lot of times I don't even take a pole. Shut up. I'm no, always no. taking a pole. How do you go fishing without a pole? When when my stress level gets to a point where are you fishing if you don't take a pole? No, but I'm there. I'm the river is my sanctuary. That's my church. It's your element. That's my that's where everything comes into focus because there's no outside it's just me and the river that's fair it's the way it's always been
2: so all right if you make this sound like so peaceful therapeutic blah 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 what about kayaks versus boats
3: if mm, them kayaks Time yeah, but you're talking <laughs> about therapeutic
2: and stuff. There ain't nothing therapeutic about a two-stroke, twenty-five horse Johnson going.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> right well, no,
4: there but, is. <laughs> I, <laughs>
1: Hear I, that engine open up. And- I'm not a kayak person by any means, but there is something a lot more therapeutic about being a boat that doesn't break down unless you break down. You don't have to worry about anything. It's just you, your fishing pole, and what you're fishing for
2: that's where I'm at. Like I'm going to buy this big expensive boat and I'm going to take people out fishing and everything, but I ain't, I'm going to sell, I'm I'm going to have a kayak just because of like you guys talked about the therapeutic part of it, the connection to nature. And like I love floating down a river, especially in May. Like it's right on the cusp of flathead starting to bite real good. And you're floating down the river and not making a single noise. And then you hear the
4: <laughs>
2: you know, turkey goblin, you know. Or
4: the yeah. river otter. Remember that time we came up on all those baby river otter coming? I think it was around, well, just upstream where you caught that 50.
2: Oh, yeah. I there was, about that. There was that. like
4: four or five river otter yep. just darting around. and Then we came up on some baby coyotes one night. when yes, We were going back. That was super cool. Yes. I mean, and stuff like that you're never going to see in a boat.
2: No. Ever. They'll be long Ever. gone. Well, I actually, so I've seen quite a few coyotes in a boat, but you're just sitting there. It's like when you've had the boat parked for two, three hours. I got an and
3: electric trolling motor. That's quiet.
2: Who wants to buy a 150-horse motor and run a trolling motor? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I hear you.
2: Yeah. Nah, but I don't know. Uh, I'm going to do – I will say this. All right, so back to the turkey thing. If I get my boat in time, I'm going to run the river – drop the trolling motor, like run up the river five ten miles, drop the trolling motor in, call, try to call in some turkeys, and then park the boat, crawl up the bank, and hopefully shoot a bird.
1: We've always talked about me driving the boat, dropping you off when we hear birds. Yeah, like. We hear birds a lot in spring. Like a
2: four-year conversation that we haven't. Dropping (laughs)
1: you off and then me calling
3: the birds right across you. You can do that right behind my dad's house. There's turkeys all over back there.
2: Don't tempt me with good time.
1: Yeah, there's, there's turkeys out of my house too.
2: Oh, you want to have fun? Okay, I'll even smoke him for you.
4: Nice. yeah. And he's actually got a. Well, I haven't been back there for years, but it used to be a all right flathead spot right back there that we haven't fished.
2: We'll talk about this more off air. <laughs> all right, so let me see. All right, about out of time. Parting thoughts, Weston.
4: The last cast.
1: Yeah,
2: last cast. What do you want to tell everyone before uh, you lose your opportunity to tell everyone anything?
1: Uh, don't be afraid to try new stuff and just enjoy being outside and just enjoy fishing. And if you don't want to fish, just enjoy being out there. I can get on board with that. Brian? No, you took the words right out of my mouth.
4: Well, put new ones in.
1: Yep.
2: I've heard you talk. <laughs> and then talk some more so let's see if you can do it let's get it <laughs> god
3: i don't have a whole lot to say but yeah if you can get out and enjoy the outdoors i don't think there's anything better just being outside
4: well i want to first thank brian and weston for coming on it's you know weston i you know we share a lot in common but i've never really met you yet <laughs> so i'm looking forward to getting out and fishing with you a little bit and brian i've got more fishing stories with you than anybody else live so we spending a lot of good times out on the water and growing up together so thank you both for coming on and you know i had a great time i'm yeah. looking
3: forward to this takedown that you and spencer are gonna have
4: <laughs> you have to buy the pay-per-view <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're gonna hype it up <laughs> I'm gonna charge like the what well, what's a pay-per-view for an mma Cost
4: hundred bucks. probably seventy ish for UFC, but we're not really that caliber. So right. So at least we'll have... go for thirty nine ninety nine, <laughs> and then we'll we'll
2: have ten people who want to watch it, so they'll pool in for that thirty nine ninety nine. short
1: stock yeah. on that, like GameStop, and drive it way up?
2: Well, I've heard that that's possible. There's something about some math and some shorts. <laughs> Something about shorts. Like, I love shorts. I I'll wear shorts Robin every chance did. I get. Like Robin
1: Hood was in charge
2: of that. No, mine, uh, mine's just the, the paperwork stuff. If you uh, want to get out on the water and try and catch some fish, you can book a trip through me. I'll take you guiding in this boat I wouldn't shut up about because I'm kind of excited about it. I but.
4: can't wait until it gets here. Oh, I'm yeah. so pumped. Yeah. I just want
2: to see it. Yes. it. Uh, it's,
1: I can't wait to help him fix it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which will happen It will have On the waters We're yeah. going to be running it on But uh, it's a 2072 Sea Arc With 150 horse 105 Because you lose 30% with the jet But it'll have a jet And it's a tiller So there'll be plenty of room To kick back, relax It will have a bimini top on it oh, it, yeah. will, it will have a rod locker on it It'll have seating everywhere Because there'll be seating track And there'll be a cooler on the front For keep your waters cool, or perhaps tea. Beer, beer, beer. No, can't have beer on the guide trip. Damn it. Yeah. But once the guide trip's over, there will be beer in it. Yes, and uh, <laughs> still, uh, I promise. Even if I have to sneak it on, yes, yes.
1: Yeah, there will be beer I'll on the I'll just meet so. you at the boat ramp. Perfect. <laughs> I'll get the liquor
2: license. Perfect. So book a trip. Go to rivercertified.com, and there's a tab for book your adventure. And anytime we go on the waters that I will be on and taking you on, it will absolutely be an adventure in the middle of nowhere. But I promise you, if nothing else, it'll be a good time. So you can book your trips there. Check out social media for all things River Certified, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok even.
4: Wow. Yeah. We have Do a you dance? No. So we need to change that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan will
2: dance for you on TikTok. <laughs> I'll just videotape. And if you have a moment, take a, a moment to review the podcast. It helps this podcast out a lot. It helps push it to people. So if you enjoyed it, please review it. And if you enjoyed, didn't enjoy it, um, please don't review it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd uh, like to hear it. Let us know. Yeah. No. And it, yeah. Like I, I've dropped my email a couple times, drop Ryan's email, but, uh, let us know. Uh, I'll put our emails in the show notes and you can let us know what you think of it. But, uh, I'm having fun doing this. And it's been we, a blast. If we can get better, I'm all about getting better. I talked about how I like getting better. I'm slow, though, so give me time.
4: Yeah, and my backer's guy I carry all his weight. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. <laughs> that's
4: from carrying his weight? <laughs> <laughs> well, lying to me all these years. <laughs>
2: amongst other things. Amongst other things. No, but really appreciate everyone taking time to listen to this. It's fun. I'm having fun. Hope you're having fun listening. So, thanks. Thanks, box. guys. Hope you thanks. catch Giant. See ya.
3: Thanks, Missouri.
0: Vote now in Waypoint TV's 2023 Series Showdown. Your favorite hunting and fishing shows are going head-to-head. Visit waypointtv.com to vote and be entered to win a giveaway from Element Outdoors. Cast your votes during each round until the champions are crowned. Get in the game and vote in the Series Showdown. Presented by Expedition Enterprises and Vote Trader. Only at waypointtv.com. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.